Definitely talking this morning. Oh yeah, uh, Listras, she has made headlines. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. Good morning to all of our listeners on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. 
Thank you and good morning to everyone listening online on futurefm.net, qmzradio.com and janoradio.com. Of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Thursday, October 20, 2022. History in the making. What can I say? It is Retro Thursday. Hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And yes, you may hear a couple songs that are more recent. Couldn't help myself. I do apologize for that. But, um... Yeah, it's Retro Thursday. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. You can also follow me on TikTok, moments with me media, and the me in everything is M-I. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. Liz Truss resigns as UK Prime Minister, only six weeks on the job. In news out of North America, around 12,000 suspected fentanyl pills inside of candy boxes were seized at LAX. LA Councilman De Leon says he will not resign amid the uproar. Circle K gas stations in Florida will start selling weed. New York City announces new garbage sit-out schedule after rat sightings. Increases by 71%. This is not Ratatouille. Y'all can keep New York. Thank you. In business and tech news, Spirit Airlines shareholders finally approved the JetBlue Airways takeover. High levels of toxic chemical found in sports bras. Watchdog dog <laughs> warns. In health and science news, COVID vaccine makers say that a cancer vaccine could become a reality within the next 10 years that is so needed hurricane ian ravages florida communities with flesh-eating bacteria researchers at boston university denied claims that they created a new covid strain with a 80 percent kill rate New scientific study proves that mosquitoes are more attracted to certain human scents. Well, I, uh, I didn't do study in school science, but I could have told you that. Children as young as six are suffering from dry eye disease due to too much screen time. The Caribbean corner is loaded this morning in Barbados. Heavy-duty licenses for drivers under 25 suspended in the Cayman Islands. Coast Guard intercepts boat with guns and drugs. The suspects escape. In Grenada, they are to declare October 19 a public holiday from 2023. In St. Lucia, zero tolerance for sexual offenses, including RSLPF, and we're going to get into that. Out of Jamaica, six shot, one fatally in Brownstown, St. Anne. That's where I'm from. Uh, not sounding too cute right now. Jamaican woman gets 42-year sentence for killing girlfriend in Bahamas. 
also out of Jamaica school principal charged in relation to the Bernard Lodge land sale probe. Chinese business operator killed in Hanover. 1,500 households to benefit from Flow Jamaica Jump Initiative and in limbo. Believe it or not, a janitor infects a woman with incurable STD after urinating in her water bottle. The incident was caught on tape. How gross. And in entertainment news, Steflon Don inks BMG deal. Kanye West does not regret DeathCon 3 on Jewish people. Comments, but sorry for causing hurt and confusion. Hurt people? heard people we're going to be right back with the details of these stories and more right after this music break All the listeners tuned in on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. I'll be with you until the top of the hour. Thank you to everyone listening online on FutureFM.net, QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, 
And of course, everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toll World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. It is Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Couldn't help myself today. I had to put in some more recent ones, so don't be surprised when you hear a few of those. Gotta have the music with the madness. So, the international scene is really, you know, all up in, um, I gotta play this clip to open up the, um, international news segment. I'm so sorry. Um, let me pause the music here one second because it, it's kind of pretty interesting. Yeah, just yesterday, right here on Coffee and Toby, we were having a conversation about I came into the situation in UK. Well, here we go. Of great economic and international instability, families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low-tax, high-growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. This morning I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This will ensure that we remain on a path to deliver our fiscal plans and maintain our country's economic stability and national security. I will remain as Prime Minister until a successor has been chosen. Thank you. Well, 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 well. She has got to be the first in the history of the... um. UK political scene, the, their landscape, to be the shortest reigning prime minister ever. We have seen some things. The pandemic, let me tell you something. Since the pandemic started in 2019, really, they, that's why it's called COVID-19. But the pandemic really went into high gear in 2020. We have seen some things we've never seen before. Should we be surprised? Should we be surprised? Who will now step up? Will they be ready in the UK to put racism to the side and allow those who are truly qualified, who are truly capable to be elected? I will ask Liz this question. I would love to ask her this question. She, were you aware of the state of the economy and all the 
various factors that you were facing prior to agreeing to even run for the possibility of becoming prime minister. And as time progressed, did you ever at any point stop and say, uh, I wonder if I'm biting off more than I can chew? Did you even think? And as you were firing Quasi, did you do that with good conscience? Was that the right move? Following your instruction? Your instructions, Liz. You put a man out of his job because you failed, but didn't know how to step up and say, you know something? I gave him the advice. I gave him the instruction. And yes, unfortunately, I have to say you because you're the leader, right? And even though you may, have, you may have been taking counsel from others around you, you made the ultimate decision to enact the counsel that was given. So how do you feel now? You put a man out of his job for following your instruction and now you have to step down. That was real quick. Yep. Real quick. I can't wait to see the memes that are going to be all over social media. You know, TikTok is going to be crazy with them. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, <laughs> you know, James said he, he doesn't feel sorry for them at all. It's um, karma. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> What's going to happen in the UK now? Who are your... um? possibles at this point who are your possibles well what's his name the um indian ghanian gentleman will he step back up will they give him the opportunity or are they going to look for a clean new set of possible candidates starma says a general election is needed now let's hear what he has to say last night in Parliament, even by their standards, a new chaotic low. All the failures of the past 12 years have now come to the boil. The victims of crime who can't get justice. People dying because ambulances can't get there in time. Millions going without food or heating. And none of it can drum into the Tories the idea that our country must come first. They lack the basic patriotic duty to keep the British people out of their own pathetic squabbles. And it's wrecked the finances of our country and for millions of people. This cannot continue. Britain deserves better. Britain cannot afford the chaos of the Conservatives anymore. We need a general election now. They need to do something and do something quickly. But as I said, put aside this need to only have the role filled by someone who is of Caucasian descent. 
It is time to stop the foolishness. I don't care what color you are, what race you are. I care about efficiency, capability, the ability to get the job done, to serve the people. You could be a baboon. I don't care. Get it done. We might say it doesn't affect us because we're not on that side of the world, but it does to some degree. You better believe that it affects us because we have family. That We all have family in the UK. We have family members throughout the diaspora that rely on said family members in the UK as well to help out. So we can't ignore the issue. We definitely cannot. I hope the right person this time will be elected and be able to turn the ship around. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It's not going to be easy. Not at all. Can it be done? Yes. It's going to take um, everyone in the UK, tightening the belt, strapping on, <laughs> putting on them seat belts for the ride because it's going to be bumpy, but it can be done. Let this be a lesson to world leaders, regardless of the size of your country, right? To think clearly. Think about the people that you serve, the people that elect you. Understand that every decision you make can ruin or build the said people you serve. It's not about self-satisfaction. It's about satisfying the people. All right. Not saying it's an easy job. I would never want that job. I, I tell you that much. I would never want that job. But if you are so bold to want to step into the role, please think, 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 think. The pound rose against the dollar and the news of um, Prime Minister Liz Truss's resignation before shedding some of the gains. Sterling touched $1.13 at one point before slipping back. Um, UK government borrowing costs had been falling ahead of the PM statement, but then began to edge back up. One analyst said the reaction of the markets indicated they were relieved by her departure, despite there still being a lot of uncertainty. Overall, the resignation of Liz is a step that needed to happen for the UK government to move further along the paths towards restoring credibility in the eyes of the financial markets. And that's according to Paul Dales, chief UK economist at Capital Economics. But, oh, Teflon, I'm so sorry. I wasn't looking. Come on, are you, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, Rosolo. Thank you. I wasn't looking down at the screen. I'm so sorry. Go right ahead, Teflon. Is it me or we're not hearing Teflon? I must be blind as a... Okay. No, we're hearing Teflon moments. I okay. think you're not hearing. Yeah, okay, go I'm ahead. Yeah, I'm hearing now. I'm hearing now. Okay. okay. <laughs> thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead, Teflon. 
Um, you said you wouldn't want that job. What if I told you you'd make £115,000 a year um, for stepping in the role for 44 days? Would you, <laughs> would you not take it? So apparently that's that's how much she's going to be make. she's going to be getting an an allowance of hundred fifteen thousand pounds every year for the rest of her life, and then she's going to get some consultancy gigs on top of that as well. For forty four days, I think anyone would take on that role, and it's only for forty four days. Okay, I'm thinking now, Teflon. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good deal for the rest of my deal. life teflon you say yeah. right okay um, yeah for the rest of your life you how can i anymore. how can i sign up where can i sign up i just need 30 days that's, that. <laughs> go on Javet. go on Javet. morning morning good morning james good morning good morning yeah so 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 teflon like that that is disturbing then because now you have like what, what seven prime minister to pay that amount of money in the past five years? I'm not, sh <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure if that applies to the other ones. Um, <laughs> if, if, if that was the case, then yeah, we are spending a lot of money. And... Yeah, I, th I, th I think it's, I think it's every sitting prime minister. Like once you you sit as a prime minister, you're the, the yeah. country's responsible for you for the rest of your life. Wow, imagine that. Yeah, so so I'm from guess... camera. From Cameron to, to Boris to um, um Theresa May to my gosh that that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, and guess who's paying for it? You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're paying for her for not even working. She's going to be sitting at home doing. Well, she'll be. I'm sure she'll be doing other stuff. But yeah, we unfortunately we always have to um suffer on the other end. Yeah, taxpayers' money. Yeah, which makes me think, um, Teflon. Did she plan on this? Now with that information, probably because I I can't see how she would think she'd be so successful in that in that role. You know what I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I think she knew what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to want to think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah and back to sunak um he's actually kenyan um kenyan yes thank yeah, you for yeah, the in, clarification kenyan. 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 yeah kenyan. i can't yeah. yeah i can't see him i can't see him stepping up again he's the guy's loaded he's rich he's super rich he doesn't need that money and he certainly does need that headache as well and um the british public are not welcoming they won't well um, they're not gonna accept him um so I, I think it would be a really dumb idea for him to step up. To step up, yeah. Yes. They're now calling, the whole country's now calling for a general election. They want a fresh start. Um, they don't want none of this uh, uh, conservative nonsense. Um, the Tory party leadership election, they don't need none of that anymore. They want, like, they want a fresh start. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh boy. DJ Teflon ah. reporting from London. <laughs> Live from London. Thank you, Teflon. But did you know that during the Queen's reign and into the. Well, during the Queen's reign, how long was she in, in, reigning for? Six, how, many, how many years? 70? Uh, 70. Is it 70 or 75? Something like that. Something like that. Well, during her reign, 
The queen had 179 individuals serve as her realm's prime ministers throughout wow. her reign. <laughs> I bet she lost count. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe this. So, what that tells me is that there is an issue when it comes to politics in the UK than um, Teflon. 179 in 70 years? Yeah, yeah, I think that there is a problem somewhere. There is but a problem. Yeah, we just can't pinpoint what it is. In the 21st century, we had Boris Johnson, 2019 to 2022, uh, Theresa May, 2016 to 2019, David Cameron, 2010 to 2016, Gordon Brown, 2007 to 2010, and you go back to the 20th century, Tony Blair, 97 to 2007, uh, Thatcher, 79 to 1990, Callaghan, 76 to 79, Major, John Major, 1990 to 97. Um, so I'm trying to look to see who has done the longest track. I think it's Thatcher. Would, would it be John Major? Good uh, hold on, let's do them. Okay, so Thatcher was 79 to 1990, Teflon. She looks like the longest oh, okay. one. Yeah. It's Thatcher. Yeah, Thatcher's been the longest so far, I think. Yeah. Unless I've missed something. No, you're right. Baron, Baroness Margaret Thatcher. The Iron Lady. Yep, she was the longest one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry, War, you were going to say something. I do apologize. No, no, sorry, I did. I said uh, Margaret Thatcher. Okay, so you called it. Yeah? Yeah. Come on, UK. You're busy. <laughs> deported people. You're busy deporting people back to Jamaica. <laughs> Get, your exactly. Get your politics in order. Clean up your house, folks. It's not a good look. It is not a good look. But wasn't it this um, prime minister that was in the Home Office that was responsible for um, deporting the people? Which one? Um, Lizzie? Yeah. I don't know. Teflon. No, no. It was that um, uh, pretty, the pretty Patel. <laughs> it was uh, pretty Patel, that um, Asian girl. That I think she stepped down as well. <laughs> she was ruthless, man. She, you, you know, you know that woman. Yeah, she used to escort. She's like the first minister that used to escort the um, the um, enforcement officers. Like she would, she actually volunteered to go with them, knocking on people's door and dragging people out of their houses. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was on TV. Like she was literally following, following the enforcement officers with their stab vests, and she was actually watching them like do their work it was just it was nasty man she they they dragged people out um elderly um caribbean men uh putting them on buses so the, the company that i worked for the coach company that i worked for they had a contract uh where they they picked up um the deportees they took them to the detention centers and um it was it was horrible like hearing the stories from the drivers you had you had the um 
the males going into the toilets, um, vomiting, passing out on the buses. It was it was horrible, man. Wow. And these and these are the same guys that came to the country um, in the fifties and the early sixties, built the country. Um, yeah, they're horrible people, man. Horrible people. Huh? Yeah, but I was asking, wasn't wasn't that lady that you mentioned answerable to Listros at the time? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure who she was answering to, but I feel like because, Boris was because in I believe when signed Parliament, they were drilling her about her role um, in that at the time. Okay, I'm not too sure about that. Not too sure. All I can say, this is interesting. Seven day news. We're going to be talking about it for the next seven days minimum. I guarantee it's going to be all over the headlines and. Excuse me. All eyes on Britain at this point, right? Because the question, of course, is who's next? Um, right now, does anybody want to be next? <laughs> I don't know. But for a hundred and how much? Fourteen thousand pounds? <laughs> I'll take the job. I might, I might give it a go. I might give it a try. Just thirty days. That's all I need to guarantee <laughs> lifetime salary on your dime. On your pence of <laughs> 114,000 pounds a year, and I just relax. Not a bad deal. But couldn't I say, could I, I don't know, just me speculating. One uh -huh. sec. Um, I believe the problem, if you look right around the globe, right, each country seems to be in a very chaotic situation. Yes. When it comes to fixing their own business, mm -hmm. right? They, it it doesn't seem as though they're inter interested in fixing in fixing the social problems, right? Mm -hmm. Because the first thing when she came in, I believe she was focused on, right, is the Ukraine situation, right? Saying how she would support it, right? And I was very disappointed. When she said she would have no problem, right, um, nuking nuking um, Russia, as if you know, um, to me they talk so careless about um, using nu nuclear weapons. You know that was rather surprising to me when, in a saying, um, the world need a change from the male uh, leadership to women. So we were thinking, in my mind, are the impression that was given is that it would be a more saner place, you know, more level-headed, but it didn't seem that way. And even with the new, I think, um, the um, German prime minister, is a prime minister or president? I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what they call them in Germany, not sure. Yeah, yeah. And she came in and, you know, people were sort of looking for, you know, that sort of changed again. But then she said, basically, you know, people were protesting, but, you know, we don't care. Um, we're just going to support that war in, in, Ukraine, in the Ukraine at all costs. And, and um, that really caring about the suffering and the problems that the people were going through in order to try to find some kind of um, relief mm -hmm. for them. And then the other part is to this, if you really look at it, it's as though they're not running their own policies. And then you look at it again and you see they're all a part of the World Economic Forum. 
as members. Mm. And that's like a private organization that they seem to be all following. I mean, same thing here in Canada. The leader of each party, they're all members. So people is like at a place where we don't know what to do, who to choose, because whichever way you go, it's sort of the same thing that's going to happen again. Yeah. Because they're not following or listening to the people, but they're doing their own thing. And it seems like according to wherever they're getting the orders from. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, War. Ah. So in the and sadly, even though our prime minister in Jamaica is a part of that, also, sadly, <laughs> sadly, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking the chat, and um, Ebony has good morning. Ebony has put here. We may get our first Asian prime minister. Who would that be? Who would that candidate be? Who would that candidate be? If you're that's what I'm trying to figure out, but that would be very interesting to see. And I say it's time for us to let go of these um, norms, right, Teflon? Because, and I said it yesterday when we were talking about the issue over there, <clears throat> excuse me, that the problem with many countries is that they're holding on to the ideology that only a white person can be in a leadership role. As if to say, if you're any other race, you're not capable. And that is not true at all. All right. So we will continue to stay abreast of the events happening as they unfold in the UK. It's time for us to get into details of stories out of North America. Around 12,000 suspected fentanyl pills inside of candy boxes were intercepted at... um. LAX. Okay, I'm not sure what just happened here on my screen. Okay, went blank. All right, we're back. So, um, yeah, that happened on Wednesday. Someone tried to go through TSA screening with several bags of candy and snacks, the LA County Sheriff's Department said in a news release. But there was no candy inside the boxes marked sweet tarts or sweethearts, Skittles, and Whoppers. Instead, they contained what authorities believe to be thousands of dangerous pills. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid, 50 times more potent than heroin and up to 100 times more potent than morphine. And this is according to the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Just two milligrams of fentanyl, about the size of 10 to 15 grains of table salt, is considered a lethal dose. The suspect fled prior to being detained by law enforcement, but has been identified and the investigation is ongoing. I said this just this, was it this week or last week? Uh, the candy thing? Mm-mm. I don't know how Halloween is going to go this year for those kids who enjoy uh, it. No Halloween. That's what <laughs> That's I would say way, too. It's way to go. Or... So as not to take away the joy of trick-or-treating, bring the candy home and dump it. I'm sorry. That's where I stand because you're looking at the candy. You're thinking it's okay. Now, can you imagine you give the box innocently to your child and then the next minute they're dead or you're, you see them frothing and you have to rush them to the hospital only to hear 
that they are um they have overdosed on drugs that you did not give to them knowingly and the people who are doing this you're straight up wicked have you no heart well no one seems to have a heart any in any way and in how any you know that that's out the window now everybody's just about the mighty dollar bill that's it just everybody just wants to make a money make a dollar they don't care how it's done whose lives are affected by it candy knowing full well it targets children please parents i beg you if you want to do the halloween thing go right ahead but dump the candy because you can't sometimes the drugs can even be injected into the candy you can't see it you might open the wrap and say yeah this looks fine but the truth is we don't know so i'm sorry to have to disappoint my um two younger but, boys um but wouldn't wouldn't this spread to a wider spectrum because remember th these candies will be available in supermarkets and shops so it won't just be kids um going for it it will, it will be like the whole population you're right you're absolutely so quite, right. yeah, quite serious yeah so um I mean, the solution is not to eat sweets at all. <laughs> Stay away from sugar. Good <laughs> day. Um, hey, good morning. What's up, Javette? I say, in lieu of candy, we should now trick or treat for money. <laughs> not a money bad instead. Idea. Not a bad idea. But you got to be careful with that too, Javette, because some people are putting some um, chemical. You know when they, they warn you when you see things on your car, not to just take use your hand to take it up? Moments, stop taking away my joy this morning, okay? Stop it. Stop it. Okay? Don't worry, Javette. When I become the next... Don't worry. When I become the next Prime Minister of the UK... For 30 days and i'm sitting on 114,000 pounds a year for the rest of my life you will be okay fret not so when you change that to the u.s dollar how much that is now because i heard that the british pound fell it's one to 113 so it for every pound it's a dollar and 13 cents us so do the math javette <laughs> <laughs> I think I back in the day um, when people used to inject stuff in candy for a while we would just have like trick-or-treat parties basically yeah so like in in Brooklyn New York in my building we'll have, have a party for people in the on the first level because you know some of the buildings we have big hallways so we would have a party for the kids that way you know Mm. Oh, I stand corrected, Javette. It's oh well, it, well it works out to one hundred and twenty-nine thousand US. Thank you, Teflon. I'll take that. I'm not greedy. I can we we can we can work with it. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's over six. Yeah. yeah, we can work with that. We can work with that. Yeah, you know we have some. We can go on trips every now and again. We all you know meet up and yeah. Now, where are we gonna? Who, who's gonna tax us? No one. No one. <laughs> we just say Teflon, keep it over there for us in an account, and uh, you know we just send to us what we need. 
Yeah, but you'd have you'd have to cash up um, us in this room every every morning. Every single Friday. morning, every yeah. Friday. No, every Friday. <laughs> every Friday is payday. Yep, 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 yep. Yes, yes, yes. And like, guys, it's that time. Check your accounts. So, um, Ebony put in the chat. Um, Rishi Sunak was the runner-up. Rishi, the former chancellor, who was the runner-up to Miss to Liz in the Tory leadership race is favored with the bookmakers to replace her. He warned his rival that her tax-cutting plans would send the economy into free fall, accusing her of fairy tale economics, as she promised, unfunded tax cuts. Thank you for posting that, um, Ebony. Appreciate it. So let's see. Let's see if he will come back into play. All right? We will see. All I can say as it relates to candy and Halloween right now folks is just be guided move with caution follow that gut instinct if something in your stomach tells you uh dump it dump it that's what i must say all right we head over to la la councilman de leon says he will not resign amid the uproar the story courtesy of the associated press so the embattled los angeles councilman kevin de leon told Univision on Wednesday he will not resign amid an uproar over a leaked tape that revealed him participating in a meeting in which Latino officials made crude racist remarks and plotted to expand their political power. The scandal already has led to the resignation of former city council president Nuri Martinez and calls from President Joe Biden for those involved to step down. De Leon told the Spanish language station that he is so sorry and wants to continue working on homelessness and other problems in his district. Okay. The racist comments came in a nearly year-old meeting, which also provided an unvarnished look into the city's racial rivalries. Those involved in the private meeting spent much of the time discussing how to safeguard Latino political power during the redrawing of council district boundaries. The California Legislative Black Caucus said the recording reveals an appalling effort to decentralize black voices during the critical redistricting process. Martinez stepped down last week, but De Leon and council member Jill or Gil Cedillo have so far resisted widespread calls for their resignations. The Los Angeles City Council installed a new president on Tuesday after a chanting crowd of protesters called for halting the vote until De Leon and Cedillo resigned for their part in the 2021 meeting. The City Council selected Paul Krikorian to lead the chamber. A powerful labor leader who also attended the 2021 private meeting, Ron Herrera, also resigned. I'll tell you something. What... It's, it's unfortunate that for them, not for us, it's fortunate for us to, you know, be able to have the tape leaked, but they're not the only ones who are doing this. In Florida, we have redistricting, right? To the advantage of DeSantis. However, they can suppress the, the um, or decentralize black voices and black votes they're gonna do it everybody's for themselves and that is why we have global issues when it comes to politics it's crumbling 
I'm probably going to go in a fairy tale state of mind right now and say, I wish we could do away with politics. Because all it does is breed corruption, encourages greed. People walking around well dressed, well groomed, pretending to be upstanding citizens, they're not, they're savages. just looking well-tailored. Their thought process in the gutter, and the trenches. Come on, man. I would love to see that day away with politics. I don't know what the replacement would be. Don't ask me because I don't know. I haven't reached that far in thought. But ever since I've had the ability to comprehend politics, it's corruption. Every which way you turn. Everybody trying to advance themselves. Sorry. Um, I think something happened in the last couple of years that we didn't keep as the voters. Maybe um, we missed it because I noticed there is no such thing anymore with politician called... Um, we call it um, conflict of interest. Like when you're in office, you're not supposed to be, um, especially when you're in politics, um, if you're doing legis legis uh, making legislation that affects certain financial or economic um, situation within the country, you cannot buy stocks or profit from it directly. That would be classified as insider trading, right? And I noticed not only over there, but here and a few other places that politicians were are doing that very same thing that a, a number of years ago was considered um, conflict of interest. They're able to profit um, from directly from the um, their positions. So. Something has been happening and maybe we were not paying attention that bring us to this point where we are at right now. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. The turmoil. The turmoil. The turmoil. Oh, good morning, Alpha. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Teflon. Nobody with it. Please. Did y'all see the chat? So, Tef oh, hold on. Before I get into that, I do have to do the on-air wrap-up for FutureFM.net and FutureFM 98.9. I will be right back, folks. Do not go anywhere. Girl, you're so fine Think we really need to spend more time 
Thank you to all of our listeners who tuned in to Coffee and Toe on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. Thank you also to the listeners who listened online on FutureFM.net. This is Moments with me signing off with you until next week, Thursday, when we meet again at 9 a.m. Eastern. I invite you to continue listening on QMZRadio.com or JanoRadio.com. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, join us on Clubhouse. If you don't have the app, go ahead and download it. It is available on uh, in your Apple and Google Play stores. J-A-H-K-N-O Radio. That station is also available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Girl, when I said I love you, I love you, I mean every single word I say. When I said I need you, I need you, I need you every day. Hold on, girl, let's talk about it. Hold on, let's not move so fast. Girl, you mean the world, I need your love, I can't do without it. Just love me, baby, and I'll be loving you. No one can come between us, baby. No one can stop me. Thank you once again, Future FM. Catch you next week. This is Moments with me signing out. Thank you to my listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play to help you get through your day, log on to www.QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com. Don't hesitate. Go right now, download the app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you, everyone, here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Appreciate you. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Joe World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. It is hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday Retro Thursday. We're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Can't go wrong with that feel-good reggae vibe, can you? Coming up right after this, we're going to have more stories out of the U.S., so keep it locked. Daggers penetrated my soul. Oh, never thought that you could be so cold. So many women in this world. So I just find myself another girl. Such a shame. You lost the man for me. Couldn't believe. 
Krista Montague, thank you for that one. And we're going to continue with the stories. Thank you so much for your patience, everyone. Okay, so back to you, DJ Teflon. Teflon is going to say, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. They just announced it. Boris Johnson expected to stand in upcoming leadership contest. ask a question let us say he gets back in there right with his i hope he'll comb his hair this time and not look as though he's being electrocuted but um <laughs> let us say he gets back in and i know i'm being ridiculous right but let's say he gets back in there and he gets kicked out or he resides or whatever does he get another hundred and fourteen thousand pounds on top of the one he's already getting <laughs> so that's, that's a good question you know that's, <laughs> that's a real good question possibly possibly that would be new math i don't think the math is going to work that way <laughs> <laughs> but javette come on now <laughs> anything is possible i wouldn't put it past him i wouldn't put it past them I, it's, wow, no, no, <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think they'll be rioting on the streets if that happened. <laughs> you know what I just flashed back to in Jamaica when PJ Patterson, before he resigned, he made sure to increase the salary that he would get upon retirement. You know, of course, as prime minister, you continue to get a salary, right? Even after you're out of office. <laughs> Listen. You're right, War. It sounds like a carnival or a comedy show over there in UK at this point. How can we really respect UK politics and the government? A real puppet show thing I on. <laughs> I wonder what King Charles is <laughs> They're shaking his head. Mama, why did you have to die? <laughs> oh, Lord. As the world turns. <laughs> For the first I'm, time I'm, ever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good morning, Javette. Go on. Go on. <laughs> no, go ahead, Rosola. Oh, she's on a call. She's on a call. Wait, that's actually Sonette, I think. Wait. All right. So my dad is here, and I don't usually watch the news. I get out of bed to um, go move the car, and he's watching MSNBC, and I see Liz Truss resigns. <laughs> and that's what y'all are talking about. <laughs> this is the first time I saw her face. Really? They said, they said 44 days. I said, wait, isn't this like two weeks ago she got there? I did not realize it's been... A month and a half. We were talking. I don't watch the. I honestly don't watch the news. Remember, James said yesterday he doesn't watch the news. Yes. This is not just. This is not just a recent thing for me. I don't sit there and actually watch it go by. Like I don't, and I don't like just just get my news from here. I get pop-ups and stuff, but I don't sit and watch it. But my dad is sitting there watching it, 
and here comes this little woman who walks out and I'm, and if the headline or the the, the tagline was not there i would not have known who that woman was because i've never seen her before today crazy oh, i didn't, didn't look up her picture i didn't care what she looked like <laughs> tm of britain or uk wow so did she i'm, I'm late and i just popped out so i didn't hear why what's her reason she was saying something is the job too hard You want to hear the so reason? Next, so next, so you next, want to hear so the next. reason? Here's the reason. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low tax, high growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. This morning I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This will ensure that we remain on a path to deliver our fiscal plans and maintain our country's economic stability and national security. I will remain as Prime Minister until a successor has been chosen. Thank you. There you go, Sunet. Hi, everyone. Wow. <clears throat> just to help you out. Truth is, this. she came in and she brought in this Ghanaian British Kwesi Boateng to be her finance minister. Uh-huh. And he messed up the finance portfolio. He was giving high tax cuts to the rich and just making life miserable for the ordinary British that everything went into turmoil. Poor thing was trying to appease his white gods only for him to be booted out. <laughs> he was booted out. Jeremy Hunt was brought in and by then the whatever structure they have i don't know what they call them their leadership within the conservative party had already said this is a no-no this this can't be this is your end better submit now or you'll die an evil death okay i'm being too british but 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 this is it this is what she's done to herself i mean they're still mourning the queen's death i don't think they have removed all the things to do with the Queen's burial, I mean, the Queen's funeral from the streets of the UK. And this is it, she's done already. Going back to the royal family to submit her resignation. <sighs> but census, but census. Yeah. We, we spoke about this, right, earlier. And we had a conversation about it yesterday. Little did we know that this was brewing, right? Um, however, quasi, wasn't he operating under her? um instruction though 
he was he was operating under her the thing is he didn't spend time to even discuss with the wider conservative party that okay this is what we're putting forward you know and he went at it very strong if you watched him when he was presenting it it was like this is it i'm gonna do this and change this and give tax breaks to the rich almost out of touch with the reality of what's going on in the uk things are really bad how can you be so blind and sign on and approved something like this i mean it's like you went to hang yourself mm -hmm. and this is what he did i tell you something a lot of times um politicians or leaders want to give the tax cuts to the rich because the rich probably promised them that with these tax cuts which is a savings for them they will be able to turn around and create jobs by creating industries or creating opportunities by expanding the already existing um <laughs> companies that they have and i think i i want to think that's the premise on which you know government officials want to say yes we'll give tax cuts to the rich because by giving it to them they're creating these opportunities that the middle class and the lower class can take advantage of but that's old it's not working because the rich are really looking out for themselves they're looking how to acquire more wealth for themselves it's and if and i come to that conclusion right based on what we see lay out before us time and time again for example you walk into supermarkets where are the cashiers? It's self-checkout. You remember toll plazas? Yes, it's easier to go through down the highways now, but toll plazas? Nobody's there anymore except probably in the office if something goes wrong. Everywhere you turn, it's automated. So you're giving them the tax breaks to advance technology and eliminate the need for human labor that's what's happening and that is why politicians need to uh, move away from that slightly disagree all right go ahead go ahead o'neill i mean i don't think the tax break is is because you're trying to create automation um um it it's 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 capitalism uh -huh. at its core right mm -hmm. um it's trickle down economics um, a lot of these politicians are still living in the 1980s of Ronald Reagan, Chicolone economics. Um, the, the wealthy, the wealthy buy their way or pay. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of politicians, it takes a lot of money to run politics mm -hmm. and the wealthy actually buy power mm -hmm. through to to um supporting these politicians with their with their wealth and in and and in most cases um i mean if you have an entrepreneurial spirit and you know to be honest um i don't think anybody like paying tax i don't um so there's a lot that goes into business <clears throat> that and and there's a lot of and a lot of so, so to your point that if you if you're not using human resources, technically you're double saving. Then you're getting tax breaks, and then on top of it, you're not necessarily helping the masses. So there's no trickle down. Um, so I don't think the tax breaks that are given for automation. I don't think it's greed. It is it is it is just pure greed. The rich want to get richer, 
and the politicians want to stay in power. Uh, and and it, it's, it, it's, 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 if you realize most politicians go into politics poor and come out rich. So they also are trying to protect. They also are trying to protect whatever purse they are going to make. Yeah, they all do. Without a doubt, they all do. Well, so I have a question here. You know, the turmoil that they have really had—it's it's disastrous, right? But yet they are busy trying to push on certain things. So, for instance, you remember what the former prime minister came up with, shipping uh, asylum seekers to Rwanda. And all of these new policies that they are trying to come up with, yet they, they are not surviving Brexit. Let's be honest. The, the UK is not surviving Brexit. It, it is hitting them hard, one way or the other. They are suffering. Do you think more people are going to leave the UK for greener pastures? I don't think so. I don't think so because a lot of people are heading to the UK as greener pastures and I think it's because of the value of the dollar. Um, How about other British people? Are they, I'm talking about now the other wealthy British people, are they moving out to greener pastures? I don't want to, honestly, I don't think so. What greener pastures though? Um, the, the, the euro, so as a result of the war, and, and economic shifts or whatever the euro has the u.s i mean all that has realistically happened in the recent times in the economy that the u.s dollar has gained strength the u.s dollar was always one of the strongest currencies only that the only place in the world that the, that the u.s dollars never have any respect was in europe and in london because the euro i mean i went to europe a couple years ago with US dollars and realize that they don't even spend it in Europe um, and um, and even London so we just, just still have to remember that the British government is the head of the Commonwealth I think what we're seeing as it relates to the dollars the the pound sliding against the dollar is temporary because Remember that all of these Commonwealth countries that have governor generals, technically the British crown, the British government is still earning money from all Commonwealth countries. So there's no failed economy, there's no bad economy, and I don't think there's any greener pastures. That's my thoughts. Neil, I think you, you are right, perhaps. <laughs> the colonies are the ones still keeping the British alive. Yep. And for as long as they have access to the colonies and continue with the Commonwealth rules that they have put, they will survive. Yes, they will. And this is, this is what we're, we're seeing, is that, yeah, they will survive. But then what does this mean to the ordinary British? And that's a question that the ordinary British will they have still have to the answer. best health, one of the best health welfare programs in the world. Um... They still have all of those um, systems that are far better than the United States. Um, I mean, I think this is just... I don't think the, the pound shifting, which is and it's still more valuable than the US dollar, it is. is such a major crisis. Inflation and um, 
the U.S. economy has somewhat rebounded from this war. Because remember, I think a lot of this has a lot to do with that Ukrainian war. Um, and of course, the East, China and India and all of that. But for the most part, I think this is a nine-day wonder. Um, we are having kittens over a tax cut that really and truly, I don't think it has cut the bottom line of the ordinary Britain, Brit British person. It's not like they are poor in poverty overnight. So that's my thoughts. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for your comments. We're going to keep it moving. And, you know, we're... Of course, as I said, we're going to continue to Did keep you watch working. the letters? The which one? The what's that? A show? A series? Uh... Did you Did you all see um, <laughs> the letters? The, the, someone put a letters with um, a wig and said, "Let's see who lasts longer: the letters <laughs> or Liz Strauss." <laughs> you know what? <laughs> right <laughs> as I look in the chat, uh, <laughs> War said. Well, before war, Tasha said they uh, they were looking at the U.S. the same way with the Trump situation, clownery. Now that <laughs> we are looking at them in that way, war said instead of room for rent, it's office for rent. When I run out, then you run it. It's tag. Who's next? Um, Javette has a question. What is Brexit supposed to help the U.K.? Hmm? Javette, you able to speak? No, I'm actually oh, not, okay. but I, I kind of want to understand the shift between where it was and where it is, is now and how it's supposed to help. Okay, great question. Um, census or Teflon, either if you can answer that. If possible. Sorry, but census has more knowledge. I'll let um, her answer. Okay. I don't think, I, I, I think when I was saying that, I was pretty much saying that the UK left the eu the eu zone and once they did that they lost a lot of their access to that market and this shifted the dynamics in the uk and a lot of the economic issues they are having it's also part of that it's a fallout of some of those decisions that were made so i'm not saying that brexit helps i'm saying that once they took that decision a lot of things changed within their economic systems um, they lost access to a labor market, they lo lost access to trade market, and now they have to do agreements with individual countries, more with individual countries, as opposed to having agreement as part of that EU zone. <clears throat> so that's, that's what I'm saying, is that part of this is also a fallout of what happened with that vote to leave the EU. Okay. So, so it's just... It's going to take a minute for things to be able to shift in the right direction because it's so new then. The, the question I'd want to ask, and since we have some Brit British, um, is it subjects or citizens in the room? <laughs> the, the, the monarchy refers to them as subjects, but we are respectful. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, sorry. So citizens or blacks. Anyway, um, on a serious note, I mean... Have you seen, have, have there been any real evidence shift in your, in change in your economy in the last two months, three months? I mean, what is that reality for you on the ground? Is it a reality or is it just the conversation about the possibilities of what 
could go wrong or go, get worse. Census, are you there? Oh, I, I don't really have an answer for this. Some of the answers I give, I deal with public policy, but I am not in the UK. I have family there. And I know they've been complaining, leaving, working, some are nurses. Um, I, know, I know they've been complaining personally about how things have become expensive. So that's what I've heard from them. But in terms of people who want to speak who are directly there, I think I'll leave that to those of Teflon. I don't know if Teflon is there. Teflon is there. But okay, so I'll leave that to him. But I know that my own relatives who there who are there have just said that things have become more expensive. Um, yeah. I'll tell you something. I think Teflon, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Teflon is kind of like myself to some degree in that you're aware of what's going on around you, but you're also aware that you have to survive. So you don't focus so much on the problem. You try to see how you can survive. What can you do to make sure you have the next dollar coming in, especially when you have children, you have a family that you have to take care of. So your mindset is a little different. You're less focused on the problem, more focused on, okay, so something that was worth a pound yesterday is now worth five pounds. I got to switch gears to see how I can come up with the additional four pounds to be able to pay for this because it's still a necessity for me. So I think many people um, are in that mindset. And it's not just in Britain. I think it's globally. You know, yes, we complain and we feel the pains and, you know, we cry and we're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But we have somehow learned the art of pivoting. Okay. And you, ju you just keep pivoting until, because you realize it's a game of survival, you know, and do the powers that be really care? I don't know. I don't think so. Because as the point was made earlier, when it comes to politics, you will go in um, an average person, and when you are ready to leave, you are a multi-millionaire, right? So it tells me that if you want to make it, get into politics because don't worry, you're getting into an exclusive club where you will have access to a plethora of things that the ordinary person can have access to. You're going to pretend to care about the people, but the truth is you're really caring about yourself. And setting yourself up on the backs of the people you're pretending to care about. Um, so for us, ordinary citizens, we just have to roll with the punches and evolve and pivot and just keep moving. Just keep moving. Because it is very easy, if we're not careful, for us to be caught in a place of stagnancy. If what I'm saying makes sense, right? So we're aware of the problem. We just keep moving. And I want to say that. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think Hold on one think... second, census. Oh, one second, second. Afo, Afo, yeah, go ahead, Afo. Go right ahead. You were saying? Oh, yeah, I was just saying uh, that's always why the people get into politics. Even if at first they have an inkling of doing something good for the people and stuff like that, after a while, it all that changes because it's like they just, I don't know, it's like something doesn't corrupt them i guess <laughs> and everything switch and it's all about oh yeah it's all about me and my family i need to secure um millions of dollars um retirement homes 
different country living this lifestyle so it's like it's it's not really for, for some strange, I don't know what's going on but it seems like for some strange re reason persons always switch up when they go into the politics um, <laughs> politics yeah for some like you, you have some person that genuinely is like oh you know yeah this is for the people and I'm gonna fight for the people and so all of a sudden just, they just make a 360 like or 180 whatever they want, they want to say and everything just change and it's like all for themselves it's all about the money I'm starting to get detached you know what I mean and they have some persons who just genuinely just like you said just pretend just so they can get the votes so that they can be in politics and make the millions and that's about it so with you know as a regular um, civilian it's like you just have to do what you have to do just to survive because you're looking one vote not gonna change nothing yeah. <laughs> you, you might do your, your part like you know what i'm not voting for this person because what they stand for but they have trust me these people is like sometimes like a cold thing it's like they just have them followers and nobody know what you're not what you have to say it's like them can't see nothing what you have to say is that they can't ever see what they want these politicians are doing i mean perfect example with jamaica pmp and jlp and then here you have the dems and you have the the republicans so it's like it's like a sculpting when come on to politics and these politicians so it's like you just have to just do what you have to do just to survive and just go through you know what i mean yeah Thank you, Afo. All right. Thank you, everyone. Got to keep it moving. We are running behind schedule. So Circle K gas stations in Florida will start selling weed. Story courtesy of Bala Alert. Well, it looks like it may be a little easier to get your hands on some weed if you live in Florida. Circle K gas stations and Green Thumb Industries are teaming up to make weed available in select gas stations. Marijuana is typically sold legally in dispensaries, but now it's available in the gas station. Light it up. Making Florida the first U.S. state to test the new social experiment. The deal will roll out in 2023. Green Thumb. Who are they? They are a Chicago-based company and one of the largest cannabis producers in the nation. In a statement, the company explained it will be renting spaces in Circle K stores, also known as Rise Express stores, giving customers a separate entrance and offering a selection of branded cannabis products, including Rhythm Premium Flower, Dog Walkers Pre-Rolls, incredible gummies and shine vapes the green thumb products will only be available to people with medical marijuana cards green thumb founder ben kovler released a statement saying the opening of rise express stores at circle k locations is a game changer convenience is a strong channel in retail and people want more access to cannabis the new rise express model is a huge step forward in making it easier and more efficient for patients to purchase high quality cannabis as part of their everyday routine when stopping by their local convenience store all right so all right so now you can get your gas and get your weed and keep it moving why they call it dog walker oh my gosh i couldn't find a different name for that brand so question yes is marijuana legal in florida it doesn't sound like it is if you have a medical medical 
that's it, Sonet. Medical, yes. Otherwise, no. Yeah. Okay. In what is it? Okay. Hold on one second. What is it in California, Sonet? It's legal. legal. Anybody can go buy it. Regardless. Over okay. 18, I think. Regardless, yeah. Okay. There's, we have dispensaries that you go in. Uh, and of course, there's still those people who are on the cover. Yeah. But I'm not mean black market, whatever you want to call it. Um, but okay. yeah, you can just go to the dispenser and buy it. You walk in, you have your ID checked at the beginning, at the entrance. You go in, you purchase your, you make your purchase, and you come back out. Okay. And it's there. I have, I live on on the street called Geary Boulevard, and I kid you not, within a about three, let's say two mile radius. Going up and down Geary, just Geary, so radius is a wrong word. I see no less than six dispensaries. Oh, okay. They're very popular and they're very close by. Okay. So, why am I not high? Okay, I'm not. <laughs> so, California is regardless. Anyone has access. Florida, medical. What is it in, in yeah. Georgia, Rosolo? I don't know what it is. In, I don't think. Nothing in Georgia. Nothing in Georgia. <laughs> Get locked up. Speak on That's Florida. what it is. Nothing in Georgia. It's illegal. But people in Georgia smoke weed. So what's up with that? So what do you want? What do you want them to do? That smoke? I'm, I'll say something wrong. Them to do? Wait. <laughs> but no, I went to Orlando. Oh, I. Ooh, there we go again. I went to Orlando. Orlando. The person that that went into the, the dispensary didn't have to use their ID. In <laughs> Orlando. In Orlando, yeah. Okay. That's what I was told. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Listen, I have a question for all of you. Yes, Florida, Florida is is ultra Republican, right? <laughs> so, to me, for them to allow anything like this to happen, they sh there must be some huge economic gain. Yep. They don't do anything if there's no money in it. Facts. You know, and perhaps there aren't a lot of big black populations there, <laughs> and, and 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 so that in a way allows them to keep it for their own people and be in that high level they want to be high mentally high anyway you know <laughs> <laughs> welcome yeah, to florida it, it's so strange to hear that and i am very sure you can get your doctors to cook up something for you <laughs> do you all remember during COVID, florida had doctors approving whatever thing they needed in the pharmacies we, Florida my, is its own country. Let's just say that, my, okay? Go ahead, O'Neill. I mean, my question is, what's Jamaica doing? I mean, Jamaica was the weed capital of the world. Listen, we're never going to talk about that, O'Neill, because we're not rich Caribbean corner yet. And we, you know how that gets touchy, <laughs> right? Because it's a big piece of worthlessness as far as Jamaica is concerned. In this, When you know that, people... You know, don't get me started on it because as I say that, I'm going to go off onto something else and something else because yeah. just stick yeah. a pin, stick a pin. Remember that conversation and add to that the issue of Bob Marley and add to that the issue of National Heroes. So hold on to that. When we get to Caribbean Corner, we're going to jump on that one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Moments. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember what I said um, yesterday or the day before about the, the uber thing and yes in, might, in canada yeah and it, it, it might seem like it might seem like a joke or funny but it's possible that it's going to happen one day the whole uber prostitution thing Lord because Jesus. no no seriously it sound it, it might sound weird now but the thing is what i don't understand because the whole idea of 
weed being illegal for, 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 for decades. Um, they, they feed us this lie that they care about people's health, you know, overdosing and, 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 and the negative effects of weed. Those same effects are there now, right? But the government find a way to, to monetize it so they can make billions of dollars in taxes from it. And they find a way to push the people that fight for it for, for, for decades out of the market. You know, people that got arrested, people that, you know, because all they had to do, they, to me, they could have found a way to regulate it, to, to legalize it, to take the criminality out of it, that people that selling weed don't feel a need to protect themselves with guns and stuff like that, and find a way to make these people that are still that that have been arrested and and, and criminal record and everything keep them in it. But now you have all of these companies, the the Ubers, the, the gas station, like these big CEOs now can capitalize from something that you know. People got arrested for for all over all over. So they're going to find a way. Anything that's illegal now, anything because remember, like prohibition, same thing. Anything that's illegal, the government find a way to to make it legal and then profit from it. So that's all I'm saying. It's, it's ridiculous. Let, let me ask you a question, James. What are the side effects of weed? I I don't know. Like. Well, from, from more pe people that I know smoke, they say like it make you feel lazy sometime or whatever. But but from mm -hmm. what I know, um, there are more death from, from medical prescription than like you recorded every year. Like right across the world, people people get overdose on and stuff that you can walk in a pharmacy and pick up. Mm -hmm. You know, but still that that's that's legal. But <laughs> but you're beating people, you're arresting people for smoking a natural plant, and then no. You take it away from them, rip it away from them, and then, you know, in, in Canada, as I said, government control it. Mm -hmm. Government control alcohol in Canada. Government control weed. The, the things that, that, that they, they, they have been telling people that this thing can kill you, this thing can hurt you. But no, we're going to control it and make millions of dollars in taxes out of it. And, and, and the, the people that were fighting for it just get pushed to the side, still have them criminal record, still can't get good jobs and stuff like that while i see chinese people i see like jewish people i see like white people like controlling 99.9 percent .9 of the market in canada so it's ridiculous all right thank you james i do have to keep it moving thank you all right so new york city y'all can keep new york sorry new yorkers <laughs> New York City announces new garbage sit-out schedule after rat sightings increases by 71%. This is not Ratatouille story, courtesy of Baller Alert. So, yep, New York City has announced a new plan for how citizens remove their trash and garbage after the population of rats reached stunning numbers. Now, citizens will have a schedule for when they can have their trash left on the curb outside. Starting April 1, 2023, New Yorkers can only leave their trash out after 8 p.m. instead of 4 p.m. So I'm sure the rats have got the schedule. I don't think it's going to change anything for the rats. They're, they're having their meeting right now below the subway and saying, hey, guys, come on, you know. It's now 8 p.m. We can't go to 4 p.m. now. It's 8 p.m. So we got to be ready. 
Don't joke about that. The rats do me in New York. Don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. It's not funny. I'm traumatized by the rats in New York. Don't don't joke about that. Don't do that. But wait, I saw a thing pop up the other day that it wasn't New York, but the rattiest city. What, like, what? It was on like Instagram someplace, either one of those things, that New York was not the rattiest city. It was another one. <laughs> Which city is the rattiest? It said that. It said the rattiest city. And it was fucked oh, up. But then I was okay. like, I'll oh, it's New York this time. But I, I didn't know which one it was. It was, I think it was either on like, what is that thing you read in their news all the time uh, moments? Um, <laughs> yellow sign one. Ball. <laughs> but New York. Ball, Ball alert. Ball alert. Okay, okay. 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 you know. Go on, go on, Rosoli. You were saying something. So, Ned, do, do, do the, does that other city have working rats? Chicago. Briefcases. And wear glasses and walk on trains towards you. Do, do they have those kind of rats? No, because kind of rats the trains are elevated. <laughs> and I New saw York those rats really, in New York. New York needs to really change the way they do their trash, though. We, it really has to come to the mm-hmm. future. Bring the can to the corner, not the bag, because they're going to go through the bag. It's the hardest climb up on the side of the can to jump in. But, <laughs> so, no, moments in New York City. Unlike Florida, where people roll their um, garbage cans to the corner and they come and pick it up in the in the in the burbs, uh-huh. New York pe- people put the bag of trash on the curb. So there's a plastic bag which is a two ply layer, maybe. Uh-huh. If somebody decides to spend five cents more, and they go there to bite right through it, and you go buy your piles and piles of bags of trash. It is gross, and it's time to change. So Javette, it is oh, Sonette. Sorry, Sonette. No, it's it's okay. We're all the same woman, but they need to change it. Sonette. I love y'all. Can I tell you something, Sonette? Listen to this. As at October 18, twenty twenty two, ten sixteen a.m., Chicago ranked the rattiest city eight years in a row. You don't see it. In, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see it in Chicago like I saw it in the. I worked with the. I'm sorry. I I saw rats coming on trains with me, with briefcases and I mean huge, huge rats. It's true. Huge rats. And not everyone it's in New York true. is a standing still. Huge rats. I, I, I brought you to it. Javet said the rats in. Javet said the rats in New York. Where Timberlands? Where Tim? Shits and them carry them briefcase and have them hoodie. You always serious yes. in New York. I'm not move back yes. there. I'm not moving back there. Yes. I'm sorry. It's true. So true. And honestly, me forgot New I don't York. Need to my coffee. Y'all can keep New York. I'm good down here in Florida. I'll keep the alligators. I'll keep. Marky, New York is a whole vibe, you know. I won't move back, but I'll visit. I won't move back. But I'll visit. Solo. Yes. In in Sudan, the rats. Eat the colors from your feet. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna go on a conference call. I'd rather do a census. That was too much. Oh, oh, too much so you're telling me then that you know when you go to some spas, they have the little fish that you put your foot in and they eat whatever off your feet. So you're telling me that you can possibly go to a spa and you have rats eating the colors. I'm sure you can. Tra- I'm sure you can train them to do that. <laughs> You know what? On a serious note, I'm being very serious now. Couple years ago, living in Atlanta, watching this um show, I'm, I don't know if it was on Telemundo or Univision, but um Caso Cerrado. It's with a 
judge. I think she's a pretend judge, but a Latino show, right? So in the courtroom, a woman took her husband to court because the woman has the pet fish. Give the, the, I'm sorry, the husband has the pet fish giving him blowjobs. So, so, so she's like, so she says to the judge, if you just pick him up, if you pick the fish up and take it out, the mouth is ready to go. So, so the judge is like, show me. So the husband takes the, the fish out the tank that they have in the court. And you know, of course, if you take fish out of water, what they're going to do? They're going to move their mouth. They're gasping for air or whatever. So she, he holds the fish up and the fish starts moving its mouth in a sucking motion. So she turns to the judge and she says, see, the fish knows exactly what to do. I'm sorry. So I guess you can train the rats mm -mm. to eat calluses. Mm -mm. Oh my God. Caso <laughs> cerrado. That show is funny as heck, but I don't care what nobody was. Is that the one that had the um the man hire a, a trans a trans prostitute and then he died while in uh, while while out with them and then the wife was saying no we didn't hire you the wife and the husband um planned to hire this this prostitute had the person worked for their husband for the husband the husband died during the act and then she the wife was like nope. That is not. I did not hire her. I didn't hire. <laughs> Do you remember, maybe that's not. Never mind. That's know. another crazy show I saw. I don't she know. was pretending to judge this blonde woman, Latina. She is. Oh. She she wears her hair blonde. She, um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. But her show is Caso Cerrado. I don't even know if it still goes on. But let me tell you, you would see some cases on there, Sina, some serious cases that you'd be like, really, these things are truly happening. But um, here's the top ten. Of the rattiest cities. Number 10. Denver, Colorado. Number 9. Detroit. Number 8. Cleveland. Number 7. Baltimore. Number 6. Philadelphia. Number 5. San Francisco. Number 4. Washington, D.C. You know what? Why am I surprised that Washington, D.C. You, you got rats running the country. Los Angeles takes number three, New York number two, and Chicago number one, rattiest city in the United States of America. <laughs> I'm laughing. Florida is not on the list. <laughs> what do we have? We have snakes and alligators. I feel proud to be a the snake eat the rats. That part. That part. So one last thing before I move on, and I got to keep make this quick. Living in Atlanta, our neighbor, um, so we lived in a townhouse, right? A row of townhouses. So our neighbor went to Venezuela for the Christmas and they left someone in their home. I don't know what the heck the person was doing over there. But somehow... The person caused rats to get in. Now, these rats moved down from New York. This is where I didn't know the rats moved down to Atlanta from New York during the winter because it gets a little too cold for them. These big ass things. But anyway, so the rat 
about yes the rats migrate to atlanta from new york no lie girls ask marlon about it it's on, it was on the news ask marlon about it we listen ask marlon i'm well, not rats in new york have houses they don't need to migrate they move because it's too cold just like the snowbirds come to florida because it's too cold yeah so anyway i'm telling my story of what happened the soul christmas time so we have the christmas lights around the fireplace so the rats move on over to our you know move on over to our house so we have to be setting rat traps in the vents you know because the vents are in the floor or the ac the heat whatever so one rat stops in front of the fireplace and is sitting looking at the lights i'm like where what i'm gonna backside this so of course he got murdered right there on the spot. I'm like, oh my gosh, he probably never saw these lights before because he looks. <laughs> but yes, it was on the news. I'm not lying. In Atlanta, it was on the news that the rats migrate from New York when it's too cold up there and they head south. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not like Marlon. Oh, Marlon probably half asleep, so he can't back me up yet. But when he wake up, I, I'm gonna make sure he he talk. Yeah. Moments, which your line detect? take? Me no business. Me no know. <laughs> no them reach though. Talk to talk to the new station in Atlanta when them come up with a story, and I'm sticking to it because we never saw rats before in the neighborhood. Yeah, but anyway, crazy y'all they gangsta up there in new york so spirit airline says shareholders have finally approved the JetBlue airways takeover after receiving a 3.8 billion dollar all cash offer for spirit it looks like the airlines are moving in the right direction on wednesday spirit announced the news in a press release the spirit ceo said this is an important step forward on our path to closing a combination that will create the most compelling national low fare challenger to the dominant u.s carriers all i'm gonna say is make sure the people them bag reach when the plane reach and make sure when you look out the window when i say duct tape a hole up the wing <laughs> I'll have to say, fix them blinds. But anyway, let me behave myself. Uh, our next story, high levels of toxic chemical found in sports bras and a watchdog is warning. And I wear sports bras a lot. Okay, got to get into this. Let's see here. Um, story courtesy of CNN. New testing on a variety of popular branded sports bras and athletic wear has revealed high levels of BPA, a chemical compound that is used to make certain types of plastic and can lead to harmful health effects such as asthma, cardiovascular disease, and obesity. Boom! That's why I can't lose weight. Okay, there we go. Sports bras sold by Athleta or Athleta, not sure how it's pronounced. Pink, pink is a division of um, Victoria's Secret, right? Um, A6. The North Face, the North Face, they're so expensive. Brooks, All in Motion, Nike, and Fila were all tested for BPA in the past six months. 
and the results showed that the clothing could expose wearers to up to 22 times the safe limit of BPA based on standards set in the lovely state of California. And this is according to the Center for Environmental Health. The CEH, which conducted the testing, is a nonprofit consumer advocacy group focused on exposing the presence of toxic chemicals in consumer products. The group also tested shirts from brands that included the North Face, Brooks Mizuno, Athleto, Athleta, New Balance, and Reebok, and found similar results. So what do we wear? What do we wear? Anything containing... clothing. Oh. We just have to find, search, out, search out the BPA-free clothing. Like yeah. here, everything is labeled that says could have BPA, do um, BPA-free this, BPA-free that. So you don't have to search, unfortunately, yeah. and pay more money. We're going to have to be more vigilant because listen to this. Um, BPA is found in a large number of everyday products from water bottles. and ca- For water bottles, folks, I strongly urge, if you can, please use stainless steel. It is way better or glass, okay? Um, canned foods to toys and flooring. In adults, exposure to BPA has been linked to diabetes, heart disease, cancer, obesity, and erectile dysfunction. Men, I know y'all don't want to hear that one, so check your labels, men. Check your labels. Check your labels. Yeah. Obesity. I didn't know that BPA. Well, you see, and I wear a lot of spandex, and I'm always in my workout gear, so... um, now that explains why I'm not losing weight. Instead of helping me lose weight, it's helping me put on weight. <laughs> Moments. Oh, that is so, that's so sad. So here is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. When you wear those materials, and especially these ones that people are wearing on their waist, those waist trainers. Yes. Be very careful. I know I once wore one and it caused my skin to have a fungal reaction. It was like my skin was battling itself yeah the, I, I forgot the name of that thing but your skin can actually start eating itself on its own say so what me so tell it, you and, it, and it's your body telling you to stop to take these things off your body just refuses them because of the impact now for some people they don't feel that but what's happening is you're absorbing all of that bpa into your skin yeah that's uh, i had my scary. experience i had my experience senses so I don't wear Victoria's Secret. I do not. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, saying, okay, let me try one of their bras. Well, didn't take long. I broke out on my back because they have that um, plastic looking strip that is supposed to keep your bra in place, right? It, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a strapless bra and that was it. I had to do away with it. I broke out. Mm-mm. Um, so I, I've, I, and I'm not tarnishing their name. Okay, please. I'm not doing that because that was my body's reaction. And yes, it was washed. I always wash my underwear before wearing it, right? Brand new. I don't just put it on. I wash it. It has to go through the laundering process. So it was washed. But yeah, broke out with a sore in my back. And it took a little while to heal and the scar eventually faded. But yeah, but now, <clears throat> excuse me, they did reach out to Athleta, Nike, Reebok, North Face, Victoria's Secret, which owns Pink, but um, no comment was provided. 
So we got to be even more careful. But can we escape chemicals at all in its entirety, in their entirety? No, we can't. But whatever we can do to reduce it, our intake of it, our consumption of it, our use of it, let's do so, right? And especially with, for our children, you know, because the life expectancy is already down in this country. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, COVID vaccine makers say that a cancer vaccine could become a reality within the next 10 years. A vaccine for cancer could become a reality, and I'm here for that. The only thing is, why is it taking so long? We've been doing cancer research from before Meban and Meason 50, so I'm going to get it. But this story is courtesy of Bala Alert. The husband and wife duo, Professors Ugurj Sahin and Aslam Turechi, co-founders of BioNTech, have developed an innovative messenger, RNA, mRNA technology, that they believe may one day be used to treat various types of cancers. According to Sahin, a cancer vaccine might be widely accessible before 2030. The vaccine has already undergone several trials since before the pandemic and has shown promise. During the pandemic, BioNTech developed a vaccine against COVID-19 using its mRNA tech in partnership with Pfizer. Using the proven success of the mRNA vaccine against coronavirus, the couple hopes to treat cancers like melanoma, bowel cancer, etc. Um... Cancer has been around long enough. They've been doing research long enough. So let's see if they can speed it up instead of 10 years. We're going to be hopeful. All right. Um, our next story, researchers at Boston University denied claims that they created a new COVID strain with 80% kill rate. Based on similar experiments that started the global pandemic that originated in China, researchers at Boston University allegedly created a new COVID strain with an 80% kill rate, story courtesy of Ball Alert. According to reports, researchers claim that the variant that combined Omicron with the original virus from Wuhan killed 80% of the afflicted mice. The mice who were only exposed to Omicron had very mild side effects. The spike protein from Omicron was extracted and attached to the strain identified at the onset of the outbreak in Wuhan, China. Mice were then monitored to see how the hybrid strain affected them. The publication noted, in mice, while Omicron causes mild and non-fatal infection, the Omicron S carrying virus inflicts severe disease with a mortality rate of 80%. Well, there goes um, the problem for New York's rat infestation. Give them COVID, make them dead out, 80% kill rate. You, you, you solve the problem. All right, there you go. But I do hope, though, <laughs> I was going out to order. Go ahead. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My question is that if they if they saw how the original strain did everyone did the world mm-hmm. why are they experimenting to make a strain to have such a high kill rate why they are they making a strain in the first place they claim they that it's they're denying the claim out order they're denying it but something tells me that where there is smoke there is fire and you know we have a saying in jamaica one of us nearly gossip right yeah 
No, that does. That just sounds particularly odd to me that they would be even experimenting with this again. It's almost like they're going going for a second round of it. I think. Yes. Remember. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Drake. Remember, sometimes remember, sometimes they experiment on 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 these things to find solutions. So I don't know if is 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 a case where. Um, they trying to see how this virus mutate and create something similar to it and test to see how they will solve the problems or find cure or, or stuff like that. And so these these things have to be tested and created sometimes just yes. to, to to see how, how we handle the situation, how we can solve it. But here's what I would say. If you're doing that, be honest about it and state the reason behind it. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's the problem. There's a lack of transparency. And I, I want to say that people will be more willing to accept honesty, right? Tell us like it is. And then what's going to happen later on? There's going to be an outbreak. And then you're going to hear, oh, it came from another country. Chances are, now that this story has come to light, who to tell? Them probably trying to see how they can scramble and take it to a lab elsewhere so that if it gets out and contaminates, they can now turn the finger and blame another country. I honestly believe that COVID was here before. I don't believe it came from... This is me personally. I don't believe it came from China. It was here before February 2020. I honestly believe that. I don't believe that first case in Seattle was the first one. No. Right? But as I say, if something not goes so, it nearly goes so. And yes, I agree, Dre, you have to create scenarios to be able to come up with solutions. But just be honest with the public about it. If that's what you're doing, own up to it. And all I can say is be extremely cautious and contain your testing facility to the best of your ability that's all i can say right uh in south florida well not south florida let me get it right based on how florida is set up swiffle over in west florida hurricane ian ravages florida communities with flesh-eating bacteria as of last friday 65 vibrio uh i'm not going to put myself in a tongue twist. I'm just going to call it Vibrio infections had been reported in the Sunshine State this year compared to just 37 before Hurricane Ian hit on September 28. Most of the new cases of Vibrio, which eats away at the flesh and open wounds, were found in Lee County, home of the communities of Fort Myers and Sanibel Island. Department of Health in Lee is observing an abnormal increase in the cases of these infections as a result of exposure to the flood waters and standing waters following Hurricane Ian. You know, you would think that, yeah, people would not deliberately go into the waters. And I get it. If you're flooded out and you have to escape, you have no choice but to probably walk or wade through. But you do have people who intentionally go into these waters, have a blast, not realizing that this water is contaminated with sewage water. Right? Why would you put yourself in that position? Intentionally. 
I hope they're able to counteract it with medication, um, what you call it, antibiotics, whatever. And people, just be careful, please. A new scientific study proves that mosquitoes are more attracted to certain human scents. On Tuesday, an article published in Scientific American revealed that mosquitoes find some people significantly more attractive than others. The study's co-author, Leslie Vosshall, a new neurobiologist and mosquito expert, said, My mother, my sister, people in the street, my colleagues, everybody wants to know. The question of why some people are more attractive to mosquitoes than others. That's the question everybody asks you. Well, in a study, 64 participants were examined. And it was concluded that a person's body odor is a key factor. Researchers discovered that people with skin that produce more significant levels of carboxylic, I think I said it right, yeah, carboxylic acid were more appealing to mosquitoes than those with skin that made less. During the study, researchers used nylon stockings to capture the scent from the participants' arms for six hours. Then they cut the nylon and placed them into containers with female mosquitoes. I'm not going to try to pronounce the breed that they are. It was also found that the acid levels produced over time did not change with a person's diet or habits. This means that if mosquitoes like you, they will always like you. So, it, okay, I get it. I have me moments. Yeah, it seems as though I have um, a higher level of acid because We'll be outside and they're eating the life out to me. And nobody else seems to be affected the way I am. Everybody is just carrying on as normal. I always used to say that I'm sweet, that's why. So let's see. Going on to Google to look up a little bit more about carboxylic acid. Okay. Oh. Sorry about that. Let me see what it says here. Uh, Carbolic acid. Uh, it's a hydrating agent. Okay. No, 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 no. Why do you have to look through so many things? Okay. So beautyambassador.com says, oh my gosh. No, I don't want a product. This is so annoying. Sometimes you can go on and find something so easily. Sweaty skin, an invitation to bite, uh, lactic acid, ammonia. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I have to do some research. Carboxylic acids are widespread in nature. For example, um, it's present in vinegar, apples. Mm, no, that's not giving me. Okay, I'm going to have to do more research on that because somehow Google is not working with me today. Don't like it. Um, for this topic, I should say. Let me click on one more article. Hold on. Scientists and they people alike have long wondered why mosquitoes are more attracted to some people than others. Growing evidence suggests that a person's unique odor plays a large role in determining how alluring they are to the insects, with several odorant, odorants identified that act as mosquito attractions. Okay. Uh, you're still not getting an answer here. All right, I have to do more research. But all I know is they love me and I don't like them. Because as soon as they bite me, my skin swells up. Don't like it. Um, yeah. 
Our next story out of the Health and Science Corner. Children as young as six are suffering from dry eye disease due to too much screen time. We all know that childhood is not what it used to be. Outdoor play has been replaced with electronics. And as a result, children as young as six are experiencing a painful adult midlife eye condition. Dry eye disease occurs when tear ducts cannot provide adequate lubrication for the eyes. It usually happens in people aged 50 to 60. Eyes can become sore, red, and sensitive with some complaining of a burning sensation similar to the effect when chopping onions. And this is according to the Daily Mail. Experts have warned that children watching screens for long periods can cause the same painful problem, adding that staring at screens for long periods reduces the blink rate and leaves eyes susceptible to drying. So we have to limit ourselves. We have to limit our children. As engaging as technology is, and it, it's having the ability to keep our children entertained while we're able to focus on some task that we're trying to complete, let us be mindful that we need to tell them, take a break. If you're going to be on for an hour, take a 15-minute, a 30-minute break, something, right, to help. Is this? There is no way children should be experiencing something that people in their 50s or 60s are experiencing. Another thing that we have to be so careful with, and I have to be mindful of that for myself, it's the use of AirPods and headphones. Monitor the levels. Yes, that beautiful bass coming through, be careful with that, right? Because your eardrum will get damaged. And then by the time we, especially those of us who listen to a lot of music, DJs in particular, so like DJ Teflon, DJ Naturalist, um, Mad Libran, you gentlemen, please be extremely careful. Rest your ears as much as you can. Um, the decibels, you, there is something in your ear that's like an elastic band that stretches and it goes, and, you know, constantly vibrating. After a while, it will wear out and then what you'll find hap- what you'll find happening is you're turning up the volume more and more because you can't hear you can't hear turn up a little more and then before you know it you have your device turned full blast and everybody's looking at you and saying whoa so be careful gentlemen those of us who like to keep an airpod in be careful or keep your headphones on be careful um monitor the levels as i said um with my boys i have to tell them turn the volume down i can hear it from where i am and you're not even close to me all right so we have to monitor children as well okay so word word of advice there gonna take a like my wife <laughs> no but it's you have to be so careful Afo. you have to be careful because probably by the time we're all in our 60s and 70s we're all wearing hearing aids thank god they're more affordable now no longer do we have to pay six thousand dollars for hearing aids we can go into stores and get them anywhere from what what was the price we read 2.99 to a yeah two hundred. yeah so to a thousand yeah we don't want to be the generation of hearing aid wearers because we're not taking care of our hearing all right 
Let us not damage our eardrums. Let's take good care of them. All right, and that wraps up the segment on news out of North America. We also covered business and tech news and health and science news. All right, going to take a quick break. When we return, we have um, Caribbean Corner. Here is Marcy Griffiths. Be like jumping. Listeners, log on to the Quality Music Zone, qmzradio.com. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Oh, my. 
you want a party vibe 24 hours a day janoradio.com j-a-h-k-n-o download the jano radio app it is available in the apple and google play stores Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens on Moments with Me. And you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Every time you come on me, I do You can find me on Twitter, me media moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And you can also catch me on TikTok, moments with me media. And the mean everything is MI. And I do apologize on that one. I gotta skip over that one. I thought I had the clean version to that song. Yeah, yeah, take it off for a young Freaky things that you do with your tongue Always realistic, natural mystic Can't leave her at all Now me dream and name me call Admire the shoes, man, and foot straight up to her lipstick But girl, me love it when you kiss me in a public Woman, you love it, it's so good, I want you double it You know the reserve, I book me, you hook me Vital, can't separate me from my girl I know you've been to so many places. I know you met a lot of pretty faces. No for them say we love it outdated. You kept it together and they never see you naked. I never met a man like you. Never experienced the things we do. Never ever ever get a love so true. I'm proud to be your girl cause I love you my boo. It is Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT, Throwback Thursday. Today we're playing songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Gotta have some music to go with the madness, aka the news. Coming up, Caribbean Corner, so don't you dare go anywhere.
That is absolutely true, folks. Someone does love you. If nobody does, love yourself. We're going to get into the details of the Caribbean Corner stories right after this one from Tessan Chin. Heaven knows. I don't know where to start, but I might as well start speaking. When I try to explain, all the words don't come out. Because you're leaving me speechless somehow. I wish I could show you. Time for Caribbean Corner. Oh, 
our first story is out of Barbados, courtesy of Barbados.LootNews.com. Heavy-duty licenses for drivers under 25 suspended. Individuals under the age of 25 who already possess a heavy-duty license will not be affected by the changes to the road traffic amendment. The Barbados Licensing Authority, BLA, has suspended the issuance of heavy-duty public service vehicle and motor tractor permits and driver's license to persons under the age of 25 to allow for legislative changes to be drafted to Section 69.1 of the Road Traffic Amendments. The release did that was put out did say that the minister is mindful of the impact when the suspension is have that the suspension is having on affected persons and is seeking to urgently resolve the matter so changing up their laws there coast guard intercepts boat with guns and drugs the suspects escape and this story out of cayman islands the royal cayman islands police service reported that on tuesday october 18 while on patrol off the East End Cayman Islands Coast Guard officers observed a suspicious vessel entering the channel in East End. When the Coast Guard vessel attempted to stop the suspicious vessel, the vessel attempted to evade the CG vessel, resulting in a short chase. While trying to evade capture, the captain of the suspicious vessel ran the vessel ashore and its three occupants abandoned it and fled onto the shore, where they continued across the main road in the vicinity of Paradise Villas East End and escaped into nearby bushes. The Air Support Unit, Firearms Response Unit, and other officers responded and conducted a search in the area where the persons were last seen. However, the suspects were not located. Checks of the vessel resulted in the recovery of two firearms, a large amount of ammunition, and over 250 pounds of suspected ganja. The matter is currently under investigation. Efforts to locate the men who fled the vessel are ongoing. Zero tolerance in St. Lucia for sexual offenses. Addressing her first press conference since her appointment to the post of acting Commissioner of Police, Mrs. Crusita Descartes Pelio says she has zero tolerance for matters of sexual nature, especially within the Royal St. Lucia Police Force. The top cops firm comments were made when a local reporter asked whether there was an investigation into a senior police officer over allegations of a sexual nature. She said, I have no knowledge of this information when speaking with the media. While details surrounding the allegations are unclear, Commissioner Pelias noted the competency of the Vulnerable Persons Unit in dealing with matters of a sexual nature. She said, I have zero tolerance for sexual harassment or sexual offenses, be it in the organization or out, and the same approach I have adopted for offenses out of the organization. Rest assured, it is the same approach I will take within the organization. It is important that we lead by example, she stated. And I applaud her for that, definitely. And we head over to Jamaica for our next story. Uh, Chinese business operator killed in Hannibal. This story, courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. A Chinese businessman was killed in Orange Bay, Hanover, earlier yesterday afternoon. The name of the Asian national who reportedly took over operations of the business from another 
less than two weeks ago has not been ascertained. The exact time that the incident took place is unconfirmed. However, people on location said they received the call shortly after 5 o'clock in the afternoon. The killing took place inside the business establishment, a supermarket and wholesale, located on the Just One Plaza in Orange Bay. The, a bystander who did not wish to be, to be identified has described the Chinese man as a nice individual. 1,500 households in Jamaica to benefit from Flow Jamaica Jump Initiative. Relief is coming for 1,500 low-income households, according to JamaicaObserver.com. 1,500 low-income households across the island that are set to benefit from Flow Jamaica's Jump Initiative launched on Wednesday to provide affordable internet service, smart devices, and digital skills training rolling out next month the public private partnership will see the households selected by the program of advancement through health and education path paying a subsidized cost of eight hundred dollars for the service according to vice president and general manager at uh flow jamaica stephen price the project will narrow the digital divide by ensuring that no one is left behind. We recognize that bridging the digital gap is a large multifaceted issue that requires a holistic solution with partners. This program will specifically provide subsidized broadband service to qualified low-income households who need it. And I'm sure many people are happy for that. Asked about the initial cost for the service before the subsidy, uh, Price told the Jamaica Observer that the cost was approximately $3,500 per month. Uh, Jamaicans, is, go ahead, Afo, go right ahead. Yeah, is, is that the, um, the Starlink thing with uh, Elon Musk that they were talking about? Because I think they said they're going to open up, basically like open up shop for him in Jamaica so he can provide um broadband or something like that in jamaica so skylink um what's his name starlink is it starlink we spoke about it earlier this week was it yesterday yeah starlink starlink elon musk. elon musk yeah they're going there to and that will open up the opportunity for accessibility um in especially in more rural areas for people to have um access to to um what you may call it internet right which is needed and this is something we talk about we definitely need to advance and regardless of where you are in the country you need to be able to have access and i think schools in particular starting from the basic school level need to have technology in place because that's the way the world is going so we need to prepare our youth from a very early age so um i'm grateful that 1500 households will have the opportunity to have affordable access to internet okay um our next story on the sports scene out of jamaica before we get to the other stories even as cricket stakeholders want to host local and international matches at the trelawney multipurpose stadium the venue's future could be determined by whether government is successful in forging a public private partnership to manage the facility
The 25,000-seater stadium in Florence Hall, located just outside Falmouth on Jamaica's scenic northwestern coast, was built in time for the region's staging of the 2007 ICC World Cup. But the facility managed by the state-run Independence Park Limited, IPL, has since hosted only a handful of international women's cricket matches and a few first-class fixtures. Jamaica hosted a regional four-day cricket match at the venue in 2009 before another two followed in early 2020. In the summer of 2021, the Pakistan cricket team used the venue to prepare for a two-test series at Sabina Park in Kingston. Earlier this month, the stadium hosted a two-quarter-final hosted two quarter-final matches in the Jamaica Cricket Association's Premier 2020 competition. I think they need to market that facility more. Re, um, within the country but regionally as well and internationally because it from my understanding it is a good stadium it's at a central point um with access easy access so market market marketing strategic marketing is important a jamaican woman gets a 42-year sentence for killing girlfriend in the bahamas Story courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. And the Jamaican woman is expected to appeal her conviction and 42-year prison sentence for murdering her girlfriend during a dispute in the Bahamas last year. The sentence was handed down on Nadisha Beckford by a judge in the Bahamas on Tuesday. Beckford was convicted in June this year of fatally stabbing 31-year-old Lakeisha Mackey in the parking lot of the Mayfair Hotel along West Bay Street on February 20, 2021. The two women were engaged in an argument when Beckford is alleged to have stabbed the woman several times. The wounded woman was taken to the hospital where she succumbed to her injuries two days later. Self-control, self-control. Our next story, wow, this kind of hits home because this is where I am from. Story courtesy of JamaicaLoopNews.com. Six shot and one fatally in Brownstown, St. John. Six persons were shot and one fatally by men traveling in a Toyota Voxy motor car in Orange Hill, Brownstown, St. John on Wednesday. The identity of the deceased man has not yet been ascertained. Loop News was informed by a police source that the incident occurred shortly after 12 p.m., broad daylight reports are that a group of persons were gathered at a section of the orange hill community when the black toyota voxy was driven up two armed men alighted from the vehicle and opened fire at the group of individuals before escaping in the waiting motor car when the shooting subsided six persons were found suffering from gunshot wounds they were assisted to the hospital where one man was pronounced dead. The conditions of the other injured persons are not known at this time. No motive for the brazen daylight gun attack has yet been determined by investigators. A manhunt is now ongoing by the police to locate the hoodlums who carried out the shooting. I don't know. Brownstone has been in the news with killings a lot lately. This is not cool. Really not cool. Uh, our next story out of the Caribbean corner. So I'm sure many of us are aware of this by now. Um, a school principal has been charged in relation to the Bernard Lodge land sale probe. Interesting story courtesy of JamaicaLoopNews.com. 
The police have apprehended a woman said to be a school principal in relation to the illegal sale of land close to Clifton in the Greater Bernard Lodge area of St. Catherine. The police in a release said they are investigating the in- individual identified as Sue Lynn Ward-Brown in connection with several offenses, including breaches of the Proceeds of Crime Act Jamaica, POCA, Law Reform Fraudulent Transactions Special Provisions Act, and Common Law Conspiracy to Defraud of Land in Portmore, St. Catherine. The police said they are also searching for other suspects in relation to the incident. Members of the public who may have information that can assist the police in their investigations are being asked to contact MOCA or call 119 or go to the nearest police station. Members of the JCF were tasked with conducting an investigation into the illegal sale of land in the Greater Bernard Lodge development area following the demolition of unfinished houses in the area. After being both criticized and praised for the demolition exercise, Prime Minister Andrew Holness named the Klansman gang as being the outfit that has benefited from the scam. He had admitted that some of the individuals affected were members of the security forces and civil servants. He had said, too, that the probe by MOCA and the JCF should also determine whether any public official is culpable. So, seems as though they're doing their work. They are doing their investigations. And I'm sure we're going to hear more. I, I want to hope... I'm trying to be positive. I want to hope that she got the land from somebody and then turn around and sell it. Now, if she is a part of this grand scheme, because, you know, she's not the head of the organization. I don't think so. If she is a part of the organization that was carrying out these acts of selling, selling land illegally, to face the you, you do the crime you have to face the time right because what you were doing was not only illegal as far as the government is concerned but you took advantage of people who were hoping to own a piece of the rock jamaica that is right um yeah i'm waiting to hear more about I'm waiting to hear more names come forth. I want to hear her say how she came to be able to be a part of this land distribution. I want to hear how much she collected. Mawa here did all the details. I want the tea. I want the tea on this one. But why do acts have to be so long in name? Law Reform Fraudulent Transaction Special Provisions Act. It's tiring. What's her name? Sue Lynn Ward. And she's a principal of what school? It's not saying here. Mm, I don't know if another platform has more details. Let me check another platform. Bear with me one moment, please. Jamaica Glena has kind of blocked me. I, yeah, okay, let me see what they say here. Um, school principal. Ah! One complainant allegedly shelled out $2.4 million for a plot. 
Five people have already come forward with claims that they paid school principal Sulin Ward-Brown over $4 million for lands near Clifton. Please give me... Ah, okay, let me tell you what I have, courtesy of the uh, Jamaica Gleaners. So, others claimed they paid 800000 and 600000 One shelled out $2.4 million for a plot in the controversial development. Uh, the police are seeking information from the public as they continue their probe of illegal land sales allegedly linked to the Klansman gang. Ward Brown is charged with breaches of the proceeds of crime. Okay, we know that already. So limited information there as well. And we will continue to stay abreast. But for her to sell so much land, $4 million, over $4 million in illegal land sales, Sounds to me as though she is um, heavily involved. Huh. I'm, I'm digging, so bear with me here. I'm still digging some more. Uh, let me check one more site. But that was quick, though. <laughs> that was really quick. Um, what was the name of the other one? Okay, there's another one that I normally go to sometimes, Nationwide News. Um, that's another outlet. Let's see what they have on that one, if they have any more details. Mm. I must be blind. I'm not seeing anything there yet. All right, we'll continue to stay abreast of that. Well, Sulin... If you were deliberate in your actions, shame on you. You're going to have to deal with it. So you go. So you go. In, believe it or not, news, this is just gross. This one really gross. I don't know how people... What do people think about? What goes through, goes through one's mind as they plan to carry out some nastiness, pretty much. That's all I can call it, nastiness. A janitor infects a woman with incurable STD after urinating in her water bottle. And thankfully, the incident was caught on tape. This story courtesy of Bala Alert. A janitor is accused of sticking his private parts inside a female employee's water bottle, infecting her with an STD. The woman told KTRK that the individual is a sick man i don't think sick is the right word there has to be more than that he is 50 year old lucio catarino diaz and he did that he was identified on monday authorities charged him with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and indecent assault in harris county texas it's over there in your county um after finding evidence that he put his private parts in the woman's water bottle a detective said Diaz confessed to doing the act because he knew she would drink it the next day. Defendant Lucio Catarino Diaz said he did it out of malicious intent and said this was a sickness. He did not remember how many times he has done it before. Oh, Jesus. He did not know of any diseases he could have. Really? Diaz is a Mexican national and is reportedly being held by ICE without a lawyer. Investigators concluded that he gave the victim an incurable STD. <sighs> what do we do with people like him? 
times has he done that? Because he's saying he did not remember how many times he has done it before. So clearly it is something he does as a pastime. And it's not a sickness. I, if he's able to say he it was a malicious intent, he knows full well what he's doing. And he knows why he is doing it. Because it's a malicious intent behavior. The complainant stated the water she got from the water dispenser. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me back up a little bit here. The disturbing signs began as early as August 30 when she got water from a standing water dispenser in the doctor's office where she worked. The complainant stated the water she got from the dispenser had a funny taste and smell to it. The complainant stated because of the sour taste or smell, she dumped the water and threw her water bottle out. The complainant said because of what she experienced with the water dispenser, she started bringing her own water bottles in to drink. Eventually, she started bringing a 16-ounce water bottle to work. Would open it, and typically not finishing it, she left it on her desk for the following day. Okay, let this be a lesson to all of us. <laughs> all of you who work in offices and have shared spaces lunch rooms where you all put your stuff in the refrigerator stop stop take a mini igloo or you know those cooler bags put your own ice packs in there put a key on it lock and key a padlock and a lot of them have two zippers if you don't have a two zipper one buy a two zipper one put a small padlock on it lock your lunch boxes whatever it is Keep your water bottles on your person at all time if you can. If you can, lock them up in your desk drawer. If you can, if you can do that, lock them up in your little igloos. Because you never know who is out there trying to hurt you. You never know. People are disgustingly gross. Uh, just as, Okay, thank you. I was trying to bring you up, Martin. Thank you. People are just disgustingly gross. Sick. I wanted to chime in. Yes, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Welcome to Coffee and Toe. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I love the title. Of the, I love the title of the club. This is so so dope. Uh, Coffee and Toe. Thank really you. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, unfortunately, in the United States, this has been a trend, not to this extreme where a sexual transmitted disease has been passed. But I don't know if anybody remembers. For a while, we were getting one news story every quarter of some uh, grocery clerk or a gas station clerk or someone uh, ejaculating into food. Yes. Women would be coming by to get that fresh food. And so um, I think it's to your point, really today, especially after COVID, we should really know exactly the trajectory of anything that enters our body, yeah. whether that's food, liquid, medicine, you have to know where that pack, like you should at least to the best, I call it intentional intelligence, like whatever intel you have, I'm not saying you're gonna go out and do some crazy, but you know, you went to Target, you know, you picked it up from the shelf, yeah. you know, it was in your 
Heck. Hold you on know, one like, second for me, Martin. Up. Sorry to interject. One second. Just have to make a quick announcement. Thank you to everyone listening online. We are live online radio. JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, and of course, we're right here live on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. If you are new to the space, please go ahead, click on the house at the top, the greenhouse at the top, join the club. We're here every Monday through Friday, and uh, we do live stream on air. If you are comfortable being on stage, that's, we welcome you up. Um, if not, we also welcome you to sit in the audience. Just wanted to put that out there real quick before I forgot. I was checking the time. Sorry to interrupt, Martin. Please go right ahead. Continue on. Oh, no. I was on WHR 90.3 FM for 13 years, every Monday night at 7 p.m. So I love station identifications. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just had to make sure I make my uh, announcement. Yeah, go ahead, continue on, please. Yeah. No, I just think that we need to own uh, how any kind of thing that's edible or enters our body. That's, and that can also mean what we smoke. You know, I go to a lot of different dispensaries around the country, and some dispensaries are clean. Some dispensaries, when somebody, I want to see everything taped up. I want to see, you know, anything. Some dispensary sells edibles. I want to see those edibles because you're in a dispensary and person's like exuberant to, you know, take this, um, this uh, uh, natural herb into their body. <laughs> you're, you know, we're letting our guard down at certain places, certain times. Food trucks, you know, it's, it's a. I'm a, I'm a former New Yorker, and you know, I would eat a halal trucks all the time, and I would trust a halal truck because of the relationship I had with the driver well, when I or the, the, the seller. When I would go to a new city, I was on Google reviews. You're, you're breaking up, Martin. I, okay, we, we, you're breaking up. I don't oh, know if you a, moved. Yeah. All right, go right ahead. Let's see if we can hear you again. Okay, can you hear me now? The last oh, thing got, we I got heard. Connection, that's what. Yeah, the last thing we heard was the halal um, truck. Right. I was saying, I look at halal, I look at uh, food uh, reviews on Google reviews uh, before I go to a place to eat just to get a sense. I look at the worst review just to get a sense if anybody said they got sick. I've had food poisoning twice in my life, mainly from Brooklyn. Um, and there's one place in, uh, in, um, uh, called Man in Manhattan that I got food poisoning. And this is years, this is the 90s. So I haven't had food poisoning in 20 some years. But both those times, you know, I thought I knew what I was getting, and guess what? The one that place that I went to was called Brooklyn Diner, and they had bad reviews um, online, and I had never looked at their reviews online, and it was exactly what I experienced. Two people had got food poisoning from there, wow. and there were actually suspicions. People were saying on the reviews what they suspected, why they got the food poisoning. You know, so I think we just have to be very vigilant yeah. on... And particularly women, uh, to your point that you were making, but you know, it's not just a workplace. It's it's we are vulnerable at every stop that we make in our daily trek. And I hate to sound like you know this this um you know doomsday scenario, but literally on our show that we do at night, uh, we do a show here club here called Your Black News, and that how I end the show is say, Black people, let let me tell you, you we are a target in our own neighborhoods. So please, you know, go with your black intuition. If your intuition <laughs> says don't do it, don't do it. Right. And leave that leave that, you know, area immediately because we are targets. Right. 
Thank you, Martin. Appreciate your comments. Thank you so much for your contribution. And here's what is disturbing about this story. The woman, um, she brought a camera to work and hid it on her desk. And that is how she was able to catch this man. And that she did that on uh, September 26th. And then on September 27th, um, the next day, she noticed it, right? She reported it to management. But management did nothing about it. He continued to work at the building. And, and here, here is <laughs> her attorney said they have a duty to protect their tenants and they failed in those responsibilities. Well, thankfully, he's lawsuit. been. Yeah, thank, I would say the same thing to Afo. A lawsuit indeed. Um, protect yourselves the best way you can. And you, you made a very valid point, Martin. Um, I know in Atlanta, they used to, I don't know if they still do it. Is Rosola, if Rosola, you can tell me if you're able to speak. Um, I know on the news in Atlanta, there are some stations, they do the restaurant reviews and, you know, they go to different restaurants and they put up the letter grade of the restaurants and highlight the issues that are found, if any. They do it here in Florida as well. Uh, I forgot the title for it here in Florida. Go ahead, Rosolo. Well, close to, good morning, everyone, again. Um, they still put the, um, the grades on the, um, I'm sorry, on the restaurants, I'm on two calls. But I don't go to restaurants that much anymore post-pandemic, so I can't really tell you okay. how consistent they are with it. But I do know that there was a Caribbean restaurant that was closed down recently So because of that. So they, do, they are still going out and um, checking the restaurants and, you know, grading them A, B, you know, and, and actually, like you said, pinpointing what is going wrong with them and putting them on the news if it's really bad as in as oh. with the caribbean restaurant that was shut down yeah great so i'm glad to know that they're continuing to do that i know they do it here in florida I forgot the name of the segment they call it on the news here but the minute that part comes on if the television is on i'm perked up because i want to know what's going on not that i do a lot of eating out but there are specific places i go to and i just hope that the, these specific places do not pop up on those alerts but yeah we have to do our due diligence and now it is time for entertainment news Stefan Don inks BMG deal British Jamaican dancehall artist Stefan Don has reportedly signed a global recording partnership with BMG according to billboard.com I don't know if I'm to be excited or not, but I'll tell you what. Let me read the story. The first project from the Steph London deal will be the release of her debut album, Island 54, in 2023. Clockwork, featuring Spice and produced by Beams, son of gospel DJ Papa San, is among the tracks that will comprise Island 54. In a statement announcing her new partnership, Steph London said, I am excited about partnering with BMG because they trust my creativity. They have an amazing support team across the globe, and I am super excited to expand my fan base alongside my new family. Tim Reed, BMG's senior vice president of repertoire and marketing, had high praise for the female act. Steph London is a unique artist excuse me, artiste, who has already accomplished so much on a global scale, collaborating with some of the biggest names in music while gaining equal acclaim to her solo projects. We are incredibly excited to partner with her on the next chapter of her musical career. 
So I have mixed feelings. Can I say why? I'm going to tell you why. I remember there was a time when I would be happy for anyone who was able to sign a deal, a record deal with a major distributor. Not so much anymore. Because as you become more aware of the demands and you realize that it really benefits the label more than it benefits the artist and you realize it's another way to take advantage of people's talents, right? I kind of don't get that excited anymore for people. I'll get excited, however, if I find that you own your music, you own the rights to your music, that you have full control over where you go, when you go, how you perform, so on and so forth, that your creativity is left alone unless they are trying to make you better but not change you to suit them, which unfortunately has been the case in the music industry. Right? We all want success, but it comes at a cost. And then, in case many people don't know, you really make your money when you do tours or, you know, you have your own... With, so, with the advancement of social media now, for example, on what you call it, YouTube, you have your own channels and that sort of thing. That, that's where your money really comes in and deals that you can, endorsement deals that you're able to sign. Because signing on the dotted line of a label doesn't, and they say, okay, we're going to give you a $12 million deal or a, a $10 million deal, whatever it is. By the time you get the check from them, <laughs> And you see the list of expenses, oh, dinner at Tao's and uh, oh, this wardrobe outfit from this place and props for videos. The, exactly. The video shoot and the cars that had to be rented to be used in the video shoot and the staff that have to be paid. By the time it waters down, you're probably walking away with $100,000. And I'm not lying. All right. Yes, sir. Right, so we have to be smart, and that is why I will say I have mixed feelings about the industry. The owners of the labels are mad rich. Oh, yeah, they're the ones who make the money, they're the ones licking their 10 fingers and laughing all the way to the bank. Right, so. Steph Landon, while I'm happy for you, I want to say I hope you have a lawyer or you had a lawyer go through the fine print, ask all the relevant questions and see to it that this deal is more in your favor than it is in the favor of BMG. That's all I'm going to say on that one. All right. Our next story, Kanye West does not regret Death Con 3 on Jewish people comments. But, sorry for causing hurt and confusion. Hurt people hurt people, he said. He appeared on Piers Morgan Uncensored on Wednesday night for an interview addressing his recent criticism. Ye was grilled with questions by the talk show host about his anti-Semitic tweets. When discussing the tweets, Morgan asks, 
do you now regret saying death con three on jewish people kanye initially denied feeling remorse saying no absolutely not kanye best west was banned from instagram and twitter after making anti-semitic comments about the jewish community saying death con three on jewish people he also said how he loved hitler and the nazis this all comes after he debuted white lives matter shirts at paris fashion week in the interview pairs also compares Yee's tweets to racism in the black community as yeezy founder laughs off the conversation morgan says to him that is as racist as anything you say you have been through racism is racism the statement made ye change his tune when Morgan said, and you know that I, I think, don't you? Ye says, yeah, obviously, that's why I said it. When Morgan questioned him to confirm he knew what he was saying was racist, the praise God rapper said, yes, I fought fire with fire. I'm not here to get hosed down. That's a different type of freedom fighter. In a later part of the clip, the artist had a change of heart and apologized. You know, I will say I'm sorry for the people that I hurt with the death con comment, the confusion that I caused. I feel like I caused hurt and confusion. I'm sorry for the families of the people that had nothing to do with the trauma that I had been through. <sighs> Hold on a second. Something just popped up. I got I got to read this one real quick. This one is funny as heck, but just the title. Jada Pinkett Smith reveals that Will Smith and his ex-wife Cherie Zampino sometimes takes trips when she's not there. I got to come back and talk about this one a little more, but I got to do the on-air wrap-up, so please bear with me, Clubhouse. I will be oh, right man. back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. to all the listeners who tuned in on future fm 98.9 in the bronx westchester and mount vernon thank you to everyone that listened online on futurefm.net qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com of course for quality music while you work or play log on to www.qmzradio.com for quality music to get you through your day and everyone remember if you take jano radio on the go download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores Gotta thank everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you were listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. On Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And on TikTok, moments with me media. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Oh,
Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask you this one favor. Please be safe. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Moments with me signing out off QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Clubhouse, I'll be right back with you. Special show.